Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. At Cheltenham and Mount Parker for all your class leading Kia vehicles and servicing. Breakfast with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's go. Three minutes past eight on SENSA Breakfast. Speaks a nomination for pull up your socks, <laughs> everyday style, all day socks by Underworks on the text line. We've had heaps of texts coming through on 0427-154-166. A couple of anonymous ones saying clearly Bix should stick to cave feedback and topics and the stereotypes or the astrolytes or the Vegemites, whatever you call, because... uh, Stalactites. Oh, stalactites, because Piastri and Ricardo... The discussion you were having, it's yeah. not Renault, no, it's, it's McLaren. Exactly, yeah, I got it wrong. So exactly, stick to your lane. That's but a good car reference. <laughs> stay in your lane, but Oscar Piastri, doing great stuff. Mm, okay, well, we've covered that really well. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go to Josh Gablich, uh, because he is all across the trade stuff at the moment. And Josh, we've been asking all of our guests this morning if they know what a stalactite is. So uh, can you please give us your response? Well, she, I'm going to stay in my lane. I don't know what you're talking about. So Thank you. I've just heard what you've said to Bix, and I'm not even going to entertain that discussion this morning. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's stay in your lane, and that is everything trade talk. Let's start with Taylor Adams. Boy, this has come from nowhere, and now he's playing with the Sydney Swans next year. It has come from nowhere, Bix. It's remarkable to think that you know, a couple of weeks ago he could have played in a premiership, obviously, mm. the hard luck story of grand final week. He was ruled out on the Tuesday with that hamstring strain. And Kinnear Beetson, Sydney's list manager, revealed last night on Sports Day over here that his management actually reached out late in the final series when he was sidelined. Mm. And what was going on, obviously, a pretty difficult year for Taylor Adams, even though he played the majority of the season. But he was squeezed out of that midfield following the arrival of Tom Mitchell and the evolution of Nick Dacos and was stuck on a half-board flank. So proactive from his manager, Scott Lucas and Winston Rouse, to sort of survey the market and, and get him the extension. He's got a three-year deal at Sydney. So it does make a lot of sense for the Swans when you think about only cost them pick 33. And you look at the demographic of their midfield. We've heard Sydney discuss it this week with Errol Goulden and Chad Moiner and James Robottom all being under 23. Getting a bigger body, more experienced mid to play alongside Luke Parker does make a great deal of sense. So they got done yesterday. It was a busy day for the Swans. Hmm. Um, Brody Grundy was the other one that uh, that, that came to pass. Well, yeah, the, the Brody Grundy saga at Melbourne is officially over. Clearly, been a tough couple of years when you consider how his time at Collingwood ended due to injury and what transpired at Melbourne this year. So that deal might take a little bit of time, but like the Taylor Adams deal, they got that done swiftly yesterday. A week out from the deadline, Melbourne gets pick forty-six. They get a future second-round pick. Back for someone they paid pick 27 for last year. And I suppose most importantly, they're off the hook Mm. payment-wise going forward. This has been a huge talking point all year. I don't think we've covered another AFL player's contract like we have Brody Grundy. But Collingwood will continue to pay their contribution to Grundy and and Sydney will cover the balance. 
there's a belief at this one, talking to people in the last week or so, that, that Grundy is only 29. But they think he can get back to that 2018, 2019 level where he became a multiple best and fairest winner, multiple All-Australian. He, he feels a clear need with Tom Hickey retiring it and Peter Laddams having so many issues with his body since moving up to Sydney. Let me uh, ask you about Harrison Petty, Josh. We yesterday were led to believe that uh, Melbourne saying is. He's not leaving because of his impact in the forward line uh, alongside Jacob Van Royen in 2023. But is this still something that bubbles away and we might have a, a different outcome in the next seven days? Well, while she's a name that won't go away. I mean, this has been bubbling away for the best part of a fortnight now. And Adelaide's interest, it's well and truly real. They've been pursuing him for a little bit of time. And the, the reality is that he's got two years to run on a contract. Mm. And although players can move under contract, Melbourne have very firm on this. They reiterated this point behind the scenes yesterday. They intend to hold him to that contract. Petty was aware of that when he started entertaining this in his own mind. There there are teammates that were aware that he would like to move if possible, but he knew it was going to be pretty difficult this window, given his contract status. And the reality is, Melbourne, aside from Van Royen, as you pointed out, don't have too many other key forwards that they can rely on. Ben Brown, Tom McDonald, Josh Shackey, they've all had durability issues. And you factor in Jake Melksham, the fact he's coming off an ACL, it just makes it really difficult for them to make a deal for Harry Petty. This window, we know that Tim Lamb and, and Justin Reed are negotiating a trade for Shane McAdam at the moment. But I don't expect Harry Petty to be mentioned in meaningful discussions at this point. But there is still plenty of time. The good news about all the deals that were done yesterday, we've sort of cleared the decks a little bit for some of these other deals to be thrashed out the next seven days. So so you would think on the surface, Melbourne just say no, they have the power of veto over the whole thing. For that to get done, you would think Adelaide would have to offer something spectacular to get the uh, the attention of Melbourne, which somehow allows them to do something big themselves in the draft. But anyway, we'll wait and uh, keep an eye on that one. The other good news story uh, of this trade period is Toby Pink, who has ended up at North Melbourne uh, after having a crack at Sydney for a number of years, coming back playing some, some great footy for Glenelg in the uh, the Sandful finals and all throughout the year, so to speak, and um, found himself a home at, at AFL level now. I love this story, Big. So cover this off yesterday. I've sort of been just keeping tabs on it in the past couple of months. New North Melbourne started showing a little bit of interest when Griffin Logue went down at the start of July. They knew Ben Mackay was going to depart. They waited until Tuesday afternoon to essentially make this official with Toby Pink's camp. Once the move to Essendon was complete, the compensation was confirmed from the AFL, they locked this in. But this has been in the works for some time. They view Toby Pink as as one of the best key defenders, not on the AFL list right now, given what he's done in the past couple of years. But in particular this year, obviously, a a premiership with Glenelg and Team of the Year and and really grown into a force. So there, there is a thought at Arden Street that he could come in and play a fair bit of football next year. Essentially right now they've only got Aiden Core and Callan Dawson as the key defenders on their list. They're looking at the market at the moment. They're into Richmond's big and he doesn't have a contract at Punt Road so they might sign him as an unrestricted free agent. Mm. But Toby Pink lock him in. He's going to beat Arden Street come November when that delisted free agency window opens. Josh, thanks so much for your time, mate. We love speaking with you, and uh, we might check in next week as well as we wrap up trade. Sounds great, Walshy. Good to chat. Josh Gablich joining us there. Our trade radio update, Kona Crades and DMAG shaping next generation material handling. Uh, just before we head to the break, let's go to Sam in Beulah Park. Morning to you, Sam. 
G'day, gentlemen. Um, just a, a question, Vic. I'm interested in your opinion on this. Just wanted to push back a little bit on the flack that players seem to get about having all the power when it comes to trades. Mm. I mean, if you could name me one player that stayed at their club when their club showed that they didn't want him, I'd be surprised. They pushed out Tom Mitchell, they pushed out Grundy, they pushed out Trelaw. I'm not sure where this argument from clubs come that they need more power in this space. Yeah, look, it's it's rare on both sides. Like, often, you know, like we've seen Geelong stand firm uh, in terms of not letting Radigalia go. We've seen Sydney with Tom Papley a number of years back. He wanted to go to Carlton. But probably the ones that I can think of uh, more recently, there's, like you say, there's not that many of them. Matt Crouch pretty much uh, stood firm, uh, you know, about the start of this season where the Crows were happy for him to go anywhere. I'm not sure how many suitors there were, but... You're right. Both, it's on both sides. Both sides have the ability to say no because you both have to agree to it. So, yeah, it, it, I, yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind the system because you all have to agree on it. But you're right. I don't think the the club saying the players have all the power. I don't sort of buy into that either. So Thank you cool. for your call, Sam. Uh, hold the line, mate. We'll hand you the Signet Boost Power Bank and Bix. When we come back, it is our Brecky Brownlow where you have something from Phil Davis to play Cannot that is wait. going to. Change South Australian sport and maybe the rivalries. Well, that's a big statement. It's a big statement. It's a big sell. It's legitimate too. It's 12 past eight.